Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. And we're glad, glad you're, you're here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That can stay. Okay. <laughs> that cackle at the end, though. I'm going to turn this off because we're repeating. What, mine? No, my cackle. Not you. Oh, watch mine. <laughs> That's a good way to start, isn't it? Well, that was like cute for the first like yeah, ooh, six or seven times, and now I'm like. It's funny. Uh, how, it's funny how you get over like content real quick I'm, these days. I'm Team Humble. I'm daily. <laughs> I'm Team Humble, and I've had too much sake, and this bill is too much, <laughs> and I should never come here again because I'm drunk and inebriated and uh, think I'm a smartass. It's just stupid. Yeah, it's such a stupid joke. But I think we did. It, we didn't do it intentionally. I think we actually screwed up when we were recording that. Because when I was reading the script, yeah, or you were reading the script, and then we were like, "Just leave it." Improv it? geniuses in the moment, but now it's just like it's lame. All right, we know we need some open source music. We need to redo it. Start. I think we need to pay somebody to record us some music, and I think that somebody should be Eighth Radio on Twitch. Who is an accordion genius? He's this man who just sits on a green screen beach for 22 hours a day. Yeah, if you've got <laughs> a requirement, accordion covers literally nonstop. <laughs> if you've got a Manhattan apartment with a 120 inch projector, you need this man on your wall. Yes, all day long for sure. And he does club hits, and he does Gwen Stefani, and he does James Bond theme, and he does he does everything. Mm. All the hits, mm. all the songs you want to hear, all the songs you grew up with and know and love. He's like a now that's what I call accordion, <laughs> volume nine thousand. Should totally do that. Graphics. There's so many times a day that we go like we should totally do that. We should totally. I wish I had a life where I was like beachfront side somewhere with a fast fast laptop where i could just mash those things up and stick them out onto the internet i'm sure there's millions of people out there like that i would like an app that was like similar to what macaulay culkin had in and his talk boy in um home alone where like whenever you just had an idea you could just pick up your phone and be like and just shoot ideas into it okay maybe that's this podcast <laughs> maybe but when you, I don't know, I always wanted a, I always wanted a tape recorder just to like leave myself little memo notes. And I have this phone, which clearly can do that. But like, I need a interface to it, I think, in order to use it. Rev's good. Rev.com Rev. is real good. I think I know Rev.com. Rev's great because apart from Rev being like, normally you would upload a video file to it. And if it's like 50 minutes, then you pay $50 per minute. Well, a dollar per minute for 50 minutes to translate it oh transcribe it but rev have got an app as well for taking voice memos and oh, then at the end of I it i know about the transcription part yeah uh, you could do it for voice memos and then if you feel like you want to have it transcribed you can just do it right there in the app it's real fire wow it's and then will they upload it to trello for me it won't do all will those things it out no no there's too many people on three dollars an hour that need that work and upwork come Trust on me, now that was me the AI, Still is me in a lot of ways. The AI is coming though for that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. 
Um, it is 1 p.m. in the afternoon on a Thursday. Yes. Uh, we're crushing it this week. We're putting out two or three little micro business ideas, projects, ideas, things, shirts, everything. It's great. <laughs> it's a little bit overwhelming, we but it's websites. great. We got websites. We got t-shirts. We got this. We got that. We like got the a... guy with the watches in, in the side of his trench coat. We got hobnobs. We got sweet potato life oh, going we on. Beets. We got beets on deck. We could do with some feta cheese, but like... Yeah. So the big news... I need a before we go down like the food <laughs> avenue. The big news this week is that um, Anchor is shutting down. No, that's not true. Wow. But it, it might as well be true because Anchor has just um, got into bed on a on a okay. one night stand situation with Spotify. I don't know if it's a one night stand. Well, it's a one time deal because let's be honest, Spotify. Well, like most acquisitions, after a year of acquisition the service tends to like disappear and then all of a sudden like the lovely yeah. the lovely styling of graphics and everything of Spotify will just envelop it like venom wow. for Spider-Man. Wow, so positive. Yeah, it's more like an absorption than an acquisition. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what startup <laughs> is. It's like you're on our page, I'm on your page. We should totally work together. That's right. And wow, a year later wow, it's like, wow, do you remember wow. when you had a startup called Anchor? No more. It is gone. <laughs> this is not the startup you're looking for. It's a bit like when Aragon walks into the mountain and then all the ghosts appear. It's like we're all previous startups that have been acquired. <laughs> Yeah, and like the main, the heart and soul, like core of the team, they're like they've already started another startup because yeah. they're meeting up at pubs and bars afterwards. Devs like... all willing to fight for whoever's <laughs> being acquired at the time. So I mean, it's look, it's a good deal for it's a good deal for Anchor. I'm pleased for you. I know you pivoted. You did loads of things. You spent millions. People were getting twitchy. You had to sell. You had to make some money. I get it. 400 million or whatever, you can go off and you can make another startup with another idea that you heard on the subway. Great. Awesome. Proud of you. Um, community normally gets a bit of a, 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 rare, a raw deal in this situation. So start your clocks now if you are an Anchor user. And I'm only saying this because uh, nobody's got back to me about the sponsor button, so I'm mad. Um, but, yeah. I but I would say in about a year's time... Or in six months' time, it's probably a good idea to start looking for alternative hosting. Not because, you know, just being sensible. I'm a sensible chat when well, it comes to, like, reading backups. reading the frequency of an acquisition. I've seen yeah. so many acquisitions go down this way. Wall. You know, I spent a year learning how to do the posturuses, like, uh, HTML for their themes, and then they got bought out by Twitter and they vanished, and then they try to set up this separate business or at least one of the ceos did like i promise we'll never shut it down it's only five dollars a month it's like you're right we, you know we met on a platform that didn't exist six months yeah later. so i mean in a way we like kind of born our like whole partnership and yeah. relationship is born out of this like non-permanence app it's in a two-year. It's it's a, in a, in a two-year block of time that there's no trace of it it's a bit like you know how <laughs> you know how people age like babies like oh 14 months 16 months 24 months like you have to do the same with uh with startups because you don't yeah. get to like the year couple year in mark i mean anchor's been going about three years now mm. um just shows you how much money spotify's making that they can drop 500 million like they're gonna drop it more i mean they didn't oh, just buy anchor they bought gimlet as well which is like a really you know Really high production, high quality website full of uh, really good podcasts that have been around for years. 
and I don't know if they're hosted on Anchor or if there's some like association there or money or investors or whatever, but they bought both of them and they're still buying Spotify. Spotify still buying. So if Spotify is wow. listening, Spotify, 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 just for AI, <laughs> um, go and check out D Sound. D Sound could uh, be a really interesting arrow in your portfolio. It's a guy called at PRC on the Steam blockchain. He's built a whole decentralized using IPFS, the inner interplanetary file system structure which is like a kind of rough and ready hosting provision of files um decentralized which is kind of clunky on the rough but but yeah with enough money behind it could be bought up to a decent standard and And um spotify competitor um soundcloud soundcloud competitor so spotify just really wants to stick it to him it's a direct competition with that and not only is it on the steam blockchain but it could quite easily be connected to another 10 different blockchains so it could be the decentralized soundcloud for every blockchain host out there so just wants to be in your ears and pick it up like you'll pick it up for a milli easy just drop a milli just literally jump on the plane a milli a milli a a a milli just just get over there prc's you know prc's a nice guy i ain't got a clue i was gonna say greece Jump on a plane, go and see the guy. Oh, you've got to do the handshake thing, haven't you? Why are you, why are you no, opening the case? A telepresence robot. Why are you? They scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to do it the McAfee way. I'm just going to mail a mask up to my face to somebody You're else. Do it. The to McAfee do the way to me now is buy a boat three flights deep with six months worth of booze on it. Yeah. He's always. He must be drunk every night because he's in a guns. bar every night. No, they. They. He said straight up, if you're not, if you're not following um, John McAfee's uh, political campaign, he's running uh, for president in 2020. He's been very vocal about saying he doesn't expect to become president, but he's using it as a platform. Um, and while he started, while he began his running, um, the United States uh, decided that they wanted to open up a grand jury against him for not paying taxes. So mm. he is self-proclaimed on the run. He is in exile running his campaign from the Bahamas where he has, and if you don't follow him and his wife on Twitter, it's just like real entertaining. But he's said, we're just in a place where there's nothing to do but drink. Oh, and he's got a, And he's got asylum there. I know, a tropical beach and unlimited alcohol. It could be just, it's just a tough life for him at the minute, but He's that- sending out masks of his own face, v. a la V for Vendetta, <laughs> and um, and <laughs> he has these people who are going to show up and do speaking for him, or uh, you know, Street be at corner, rallies yeah. and mm-hmm. be his road warriors, and it's just been an interesting uh, thing to watch unfold. Such a radical man. But I, I reckon literally he, a photo of his face on hundreds and thousands of masks. And I knowing, knowing, what, knowing how McAfee operates, I have no doubt in my mind that he was part of a like an underground collective, like hacking crew, whatever. And he was like, you know what? Why are we just doing all this malware when we can set up a company to pretend to protect against this stuff? <laughs> right? We'll write the stuff. We'll put it out there, and then we'll be like, "Ooh, that's bad." We wrote a security scanner for it. Like you can, you can be white hat and black hat. hat. You, your white hat can pay for your black hat activities. I mean, it's just genius, really, when you think about it. That's how it works. That's how antivirus. This podcast is going to you know, get us in trouble one day. No, you know there was a deal. There was a deal that um, Bill Gates did with. Um, with Norton, Norton Antivirus. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall on that day because 
at one point they were going to include uh, Windows Defender, which is the virus scanner, in the software, and, were, and that completely ruined Norton's kind of like whole business model. It's mm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't don't put a scanner in it straight away. Like we need to make a bit of coin here. Yeah, yeah. So you can imagine that whole conversation. Like we'll give you X percent of like every sale as a scanner, and they did that for about five, ten years, and then they must have had a fallout because then it was like Windows Defender is now free. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's all you know. That's what business is. That's why I don't do business business because I. I'm not I don't want to be a slimy guy in a grey suit like shaking hands over percentages I'm not interested in that shit like if you're going to give me good rum and you know tacos and stuff yeah we had a rocket ship go off this morning there's another one there it really did sound like we Mm. were anyway we're going all over the place let's just close let's just close up let's just close up white hat black hat grey suit (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a great name for a marketing agency (laughs) doesn't it um, so Spotify buys Anchor. Well done, um, Anchor. Like, you deserve it. You've worked really hard. I know you've pivoted all over the place and you've tried to make money work here, there, and everywhere. The sponsorship stuff didn't mainly come in as fast as you thought. Um, so it was nice that Spotify, like, saw you and got the acquisition and all that stuff. That's really, really sweet. I just hope Anchor lives to survive longer than the year, but I'm, I'm kind of already looking around at other hosting provisioning. The thing is with Anchor, I really like it because it's an app and it, and you know, it's free hosting. But so for people who are just starting out, trying to get yeah. traction. But I mean, maybe they'll just rebrand because it's Spotify bought them and they'll be Spanker. So that's a really good. <laughs> it's a good. Ac- Jesus, it's a really good acquisition. Anyway, I'm really, I'm really. Spanker 2020. Um, no, no, I think it's fine. We're gonna it's get, great. we're gonna get sponsors now for. All kinds of like weed OG mm. sites and stuff. Send us your e liquids. No, I don't uh. want any e liquids. <laughs> got enough liquids, let alone e liquids. Oh my god! <laughs> ow, ow. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think it could be go. It could go one of two ways. Couldn't it just turn into super anchor because now they have like a ton of ton of money behind them? Here's the thing, right? It always starts out like this. There's a couple of guys from different teams get together and they do their bit like their Ned thing from Steam, their vision and values and all that sort of stuff. That's like business speak for, you know, like this is our pontification manifesto, right? About who we think we are in the world and then how we're changing things. And I get why you need that. Businessmen with loads of money who have everything, they need to be tickled in the right places to get the money to, to come out of various orifices, right? I get it. It's true, right? I get it. Um, my problem is is that when it actually comes down to brass tax, you've acquired the brand. You've, you're basically paying $400 million into somebody else's bank account and paying off the investors. I'm sure Gary Vee's one of those investors in Anchor because he called it three years ago, so he's made a nice little penny off the yeah. whatever he... I don't know if it was stocks or IPO or whatever, but he's got a chunk of change out of that. So expect Gary to be launching a new business because that's how he operates when the money comes in, new business. <laughs> so the problem lies in that you've got two businesses with totally different timelines of rollout. So Anchor's probably got a bunch of features. Spotify's like release schedule is crazy because they've got like liquid money coming in. So any any vertical or industry or brand that wants to get into bed with Spotify, they're on it, they roll it out, it's done, dusted, mm-hmm. like it's aggressive, right? Just an aggressive culture. When you get into a, a, a yeah. startup or a corporation with that structure, like it, it, it no longer becomes about 
the legacy of uh, the community and and how they watched uh, Anchor grow from this idea into this like very nicely designed and then a new app and then a new app like you the community always mm. gets a raw deal because you know you're using it in and out it becomes familiar like Pepsi or Coca-Cola or, or McDonald's Filio Fish you know like you can rely on it you know like it's one of those things you can always go and pick up it's right. like it's always there but when you're when you're acquiring businesses it's just numbers in a portfolio and after a while that's like eh, we'll sell that or we'll just bleed it in and all of a sudden i'm sure they'll use many of the features i'm sure the app will go on for a little while but normally it's about 12 months until they shutter it just so that the well, the, the community can slowly move away or uh, don't get me wrong here like there's a massive opportunity for us as podcasters because all of a sudden we're going to get more exposure from spotify's network which right. is great um i just hope spotify algorithms are a little bit more open to you know all voices rather than the most popular voices because i still think that is an issue that we have globally is that there is some great voices out there like ours yeah that don't get the yeah. semblance you know like we're trying to eat here with soup ramen anything you want to send beets, to us but they're only going to last so long yeah we people. have beets and crackers but we need some feta cheese on that shiz you know <laughs> and a tesla that's Tesla. Tesla. T-E-S-L-A. If, uh, I'd like a, an, a Model X, please, so I can uh, live in it. Enter promo code positively negative for 10% <laughs> off your Tesla. So it's been a busy week. I mean, the positive is that we're crushing it. We're crushing the our intention, yeah. the themes and stuff. Yeah, I think I've, I felt so, so hyper-focused end of last week coming into this week. I, I've had, like, sprints on sprints on sprints. I feel like... And, and not only that, like, I think we start, we've been starting our days earlier and we've been ending our days later. Yeah. So in some ways it does feel a little bit like we're burning the candle at, it's like a five-way candle and we're burning it at every end. That's the way it works though, <laughs> right? Middle. But yeah, but it feels good. And once you see the output, like we were talking about the, our new t-shirt site. Mm-hmm. When I went and counted today that it was 222 individual mock-up files that I had, that I had made for all the different SKUs of all the different things that mm. you're, you know, you helped out massively on the back end getting that all set up. Like mm. just the sheer volume of that hits it's, you, even though it's a grind in the, in while you're doing it, at you the see, end, it's like, whoa. You see, I really like, I mean, from an ecological sustainability point of view, printing t-shirts and stuff is probably not the best thing in the world. But what I really like about Printful is it's a SaaS. So it's a service uh, I can never remember the rest of this. Service, something as a service. I can never remember. I forgot it now, but it's it's a SaaS service in the sense that when you, you don't hold any stock, right? So you upload your images, you upload your graphics, you do all that, and then when you get an order, then it goes to print. So you're not holding any stock. It's not like a t-shirt business in the in the you know like in the eighties where you bought a hundred t-shirts and right. it cost you a certain amount of money. And they're just sitting in your dad's garage while you wait for people to buy. What's that? Did you look it up? I did, but I just I gave up because I thought we were over it. Um, I, I keep forgetting something as a service. Something as a service. I can never remember what it stands for. Typing, typing, typing. Software as a service. That's it. Software as a service. Statistical analysis. No, 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 no. Software as a service is software licensing delivery model in which software is licensed. So what they so software to me is the printful web app, right? Mm. And the service is the actual physical material. So I can I can tap into a software service and um 
when somebody orders something, it sends them sends the design, the robots pick it up and they print it and then it goes out. And I just love that because it, it it's something that we never had as small entrepreneurs before is the ability to have access to hundreds of different like sasses like that around well, the world. And also it, it I mean I can tell you from the age of like <laughs> thirteen onward I was making my own T shirts and like it was always my dream to have my own T shirt business. And um and I even like tried to start one up with friends a couple times. But I could never get around the part that I needed, like, a fund to start with. Because yeah. you need to buy product. You mm -hmm. need to buy, like, mm -hmm. there's always some uh, amount, an amount of overhead. There's always an amount of money that you need. You have to try to be predictive of what sizes and colors you think are going to sell. Where maybe in terms of, like, ecology, mm. this really is a better way because you're only, only what gets ordered gets printed. Nobody's just sitting on... A hundred thousand T-shirts with something that you and your friend thought was funny, right? <laughs> for six years, and uh, and it doesn't go anywhere. So I do like that. That it's. Um, I've just had an idea, you know, and something that yes. we could run additional to this. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash positive, there is a support this podcast button. If you hit that, there's a monthly contribution there. So ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. I wonder if you could we could factor something into that where if you paid the nine ninety nine a month. We'd send you a T-shirt every month. Oh, like, I wouldn't mind that. You know, a, a nice little like as a box. So, perk. so use one of our themes, our box theme. You know, like our monthly box theme, and have like a um, positively negative box, and in the box goes out like a T-shirt. If you subscribe to the podcast, I kind of like that. I mean, this is what it opens up now. Is that businesses are completely changed now they're, they're mobile you don't need a business property you don't need to be in the high streets probably why a lot of the high streets are dying in in the uk is that the the rent is too damn high the landlords just think of it as property as a as a number in their portfolio that that their property portfolio and why do i need a space i don't need a space i don't need a space because i don't hold stock anymore yeah you know a distribution warehouse somewhere sends that stuff out even though this morning the okodo food places up in flames uh i hope everybody's all right and safe around there but like it just it just goes to show that you know you can run these businesses remotely you can you you can run you know there's there's a, a distribution system out there to do it and i think that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger is like people who can manifest like these ideas if you're a creative now it's easier to manifest your ideas than it ever has been i think yeah and it's cheaper I mean, That's literally, faster. some of the stuff we've been working on doesn't require a lot of code to get to what we want as an outcome. There's, there's a few bridges. Like, I w would really love for somebody to code us. So if you are a coder out there, listen to this. I would really like somebody to code us um, a price conversion in real time from multiple agencies, uh, exchanges, like 10 exchanges, for an average price of Steam into fiat currency, be it uh, GBP or USD. Um, so that we can pass that to Stripe, so that people can pay us in Steam uh, to the to the price of the shirts. Most all the shirts are pretty much twenty two dollars. So we need a conversion tool to work out the Steam price right now. Take that Steam, and then what we're going to do is we're going to pay for the shirt in fiat, and we're going to leave the Steam power in the Steam account. That's like that's the the game here is to. Yeah. This is what we've been working on is not only like a, a theme site, but also. Uh, a business, a micro business for bringing, encouraging people to onboard and re and be retained in Steam, but also showing how to make a Steam 
business. Yeah. So just to be clear, we're, we we are we're talking about two different things. We're talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. Um, we we we've always sold T-shirts through Gumroad. Correct. Um, but when we decided to start making a bunch of um, website themes, we were like, "Well, we should make a T-shirt website yeah. theme." And then right. that idea became, "Oh, we need to redo our T-shirt website theme. That can be the theme." <laughs> and then we ended up making a million mock-ups and eighteen redoing all of all everything. So. Yeah, they the both projects are related, but they are separate as well. Right. But both accept both accept uh, Steam, right? The right. The T-shirt right. site and the um, and if you want to buy well, a website theme, and we should and we should template. mention and we should mention this, and this is where the positively negative bit comes in, is that there has been negativity in the last three or four months about Steam, Steam blockchain. People were panicking. Whales were selling off. Like price stuff was happening. Ned was selling a lot of his Steam. Uh, there's a general sentiment with the bear market, which is now like 12, 13 months in effect. Like we're not seeing the price go up. Like there's market manipulation. You know, there's a lot of bad sentiment out there. And you know, I've been listening to a bunch of the forums that Pensive, a guy on the Steam blockchain, does every Thursday night. And we're going to be on one tonight um, about the sentiment that if we don't bring money into the Steam blockchain, the rewards pool is you know in x amount of years there will be no money in the rewards pool we can't keep on bleeding the rewards pool drive for for our posts and stuff that we post on there so we want to be part of the group of people that bring money in to the steam blockchain but also if you do the if you do the work and the homework and read up about the steam blockchain in terms of its inflation matrix year on year it's actually a damn good investment like there's nothing out there I can see as for the general public and especially for me and Dale because Dale lives in America and I live in the UK like there's nothing for us in a shared relationship situation where we can invest in something and both get access to it in real time right uh, not that we're giving you any investment no there's advice. no investment advice we, this Jesus, is, we no. don't know we don't, we don't what know the what hell we're, we're talking about, about but, no. but, but, but I know with, that you know but I know right now I think it's about seven somewhere between seven and nine percent a year so like if you're putting money and you know, I'd heard about something that Oracle D was talking about, and it really started to resonate after he said it two or three times. I think the more he says it, the more it goes in about the fact that if people are holding that, like he's got clients where if they're holding that in Steam, then all of his marketing services are free, right? Instead of him charging them a fee, right. the longer they hold that, the more he can use it because he can upvote other people's stuff and whatever right. with that with that that Steam power. Um, because he obviously it's got an inflation inflationary return on it every year, so you can kind of work out from that how much of that inflation you can use to upvote. Skim off the top, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and it's all in one nice place, and it's zero transactions, and right. it happens in three point five seconds, and it's reliable, it's damn reliable. Yeah, it's not like some bank middleman swift card getting leaked situation with the big banks. It's no, like zero fees, zero zero fees. fees picture massive. it. The picture the words zero fees in blinking neon on the side of the road just trying to get you off of that centralized highway onto the <laughs> onto that little side road where there's a little diner and it's blinking zero fees yeah. come on in we have pie yeah um, <laughs> like really is it and, raspberry pie oh oh baby he's got technological little jokes um but we we always do talk about that when we get charged fees for paypal transfers oh, and this annoying, and that man. it's like it's ruined us for centralized um, yeah. money systems because you get a little spoiled by instant three point five second zero fee transactions. Also, like, when you're living when you're living like with not a lot of money, 
um, a two two dollar or a two pound charge is the difference between like certain food items or being yeah. the minimum withdrawal is like ten pounds. If you just send in ten pounds, like all of a sudden turns into eight, you can't get it out of the bank machine. Like people don't know that because people are just you know a lot more well off and probably educated than us. But uh, you know, scrabbling down at the bottom of the barrel like we have been and and continue to do at times, um, it makes a difference. Yeah. It makes a huge fucking difference. Well, what's $2 is an insanely large Also, I heat. Also, I've been brought up by my, my grandparents, like, who dragged me over a space of two or three hours on a bus to find the cheapest can of beans. Yes, so, like, yes. when it comes down to transaction fees, I'm like, what, what's that for? PayPal, you've been here two decades, and you're still asking for two bucks here and there. So or pro- the fact that PayPal decided that every time I was so mo- transferring money to you, it was for goods and services automatically, and I had to... I had to manually turn that off every time I send something. To it's you. a modern day racket. Yeah, it really is middleman. Modern man. day racket. Anyway, if you want to buy some t-shirts and so we can get money out over ten pounds, uh, go to BB. We're still saving up for the instant pot. B- yeah, we want an instant pot. It's about a hundred pounds. So if you want to like chip in and tenner here and there, we can get an instant pot and then we'll do some live oh, video and you can watch t-shirt. us do like pulled pork and oh, oh, dumplings. Yeah, we won't be able to afford the pork after well, there <laughs> that's is the, that. That's the, that's the irony is if we, <laughs> if we were to get the Instant Pot now, we wouldn't be able to eat for three weeks. That's so. not true. We can get some chickpeas. Make some chickpea life. Okay, well, you heard it here, folks. All right, BB, uh, B, B, double E, B dot E, E, BB, if you want a T-shirt. Um, steam casting is something that I'm working on at the minute. I'm really excited about doing. You just running, you just running through the, the notes. This is my positivity this week. This is what's kept me positive. I can be negative if you like. I can no. forget all of that and talk about some negative things. How's no. climate change for you today? <laughs> four hundred and ten millions. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, four hundred and ten million uh, atmospheric. Saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's a glacier that's carving in there. Yeah. Well, 93 meters high right, okay, will be the water. Right. You don't have to switch on me like that. Uh, I'm just Negative. Saying. You want some negative? I didn't want negative. I uh, just want to have want? Want a conversation. What do you want? I'm having a conversation about the stuff that I'm positive about. Okay. So, oh, we're not doing that now. No, we do. Oh, uh, my gosh. I'm annoyed now. Don't be annoyed. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Collaborate and listen. I just think of, like, <laughs> MC Hammer in his pants when you say that. I don't know why. But that was iced tea, though. I know, okay. but, like, stop. And listen, I don't know why, but, like, I just get, I don't know, you my brain. You the hammer dance? My brain's rewired at that point. Okay, so Amplify Steam is a project you've been working on. I know you've been working really hard. Amp Steam, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Amp Steam is more about, I put loads of stuff out. It gets lost in the ether a little bit because everybody else is, like, doing stuff. And, and I just wanted a landing page that had that on there. But I also wanted to use a lot of the services that I've accrued and become an advocate for over the years. Like I'm a like a guarantee. I'm that's not guaranteed, but it's um I'm a life member of like Wistia, and they've got a great video tool, an enterprise solution tool, which is like YouTube but for like high end business. And I've got an account on there, and I don't use it, and I don't use those features enough on there. Like the SEO stuff is super fire. Like it's as soon as you get like um, subtitles translated from a video you can press the space bar while you're watching it and start typing and it will jump to those words in the video like it's fire yeah and so it got me thinking like oh so one of the biggest problems with steam is finding information like you can dig around on the steam blockchain but it's like people don't want to do that people people are used to going to youtube doing a search how do i fix this bang there it is so how do we do that for steam well we can put a load of stuff on the on youtube but also 
I want to find a way to collaborate with a bunch of people so that they can put their videos in this Wistia player as well and people can search for certain keywords and find it in that big playlist. Um, so a centralized landing page for the stuff that we're working on and then there's like a little schedule in there for Steam casting, which is this 24-7 like MTV for the Steam blockchain, if you like. I should call it that, MTV for the Steam blockchain. And then um, obviously our card site. So there's been three big projects that I feel like they're big projects because it kind of ties up a lot of the thinking that we've had in the last couple of months. And it makes me feel like I'm doing something productive, shaping something bigger. You know? Well, it's also the, I feel like it's also the structure and the framework for, like, I think this is what you really are getting at, that whenever we have an idea, it it in, invariably plugs into one of those three things, a website, a business, like, that's mm -hmm. run on a website, mm -hmm. uh, an idea for media making, an idea for live streaming. So I think we're, kind, it's almost like a, <laughs> that very mystical Gandhi, like, build the app you wish to see on the blockchain <laughs> mm. you know what i mean right um and building what you sometimes you can't wait for somebody else to build something and like we were talking about with anchor if that if that does get built then it'll just get bought out so sometimes you just need to make your own thing and it obviously does require a lot of um a lot of your own personal resources and time and that's been a struggle mm. Um, just toggling client work and the dailies that you need to, you know, keep food on the table and, and this type of work. But it's something that we're passionate about, something that we can sit down and order eggs. Yeah. And like all of a sudden we have three pages full of notes about. So, I mean, look, right. I, I love technology has been an iterative process. It's got to the point now where we have like apps where we can record a podcast and send it to iTunes without all of the faff that we used to have to go through. Yeah. I mean, I've had clients come through on Upwork and be like, we're overloaded. We need somebody to just take care of this social job. And you can tell by when they say that they're they're into the numbers and they're doing the SEO and kind of like moving them up the rankings. But when it comes down to like finding a voice that it's a different kind of style and technique and involvement. It's more hands-on. And businesses sometimes don't understand that, so they end up handing it off to somebody else, not realizing that it could be inauthentic if the person that you're handing it to doesn't understand how to how to do that, how to listen, right, to, to what that business is. They just want the money on their books to make it look like they're a social and social uh, strategy mm. company even mm. when they're just SEO you can't go I wouldn't say going from SEO to social media is an easy you know doing social media for business is an easy thing one is traffic generation and fine tuning like the keywords but you've got to have the story to be able to do that in the first place right. and if your story is buy our shit and the shit is bad like you've got to you've got to finesse that first to make the presentation and the product better before you can start selling it so sure. I don't know there's, been, there's reasons why I go about things in certain ways, and I think it comes down to, I mean, I use the word ethics, but I guess it's not, I'm not fully educated into the, all the ins and outs of uh, ethical uh, working, but I, I, I feel like I understand it in my, in my heart of hearts of doing the right thing by somebody. But when it comes to business, I feel like it's really, really cutthroat. So I've avoided a lot of business, a lot of relationships, a lot of deal culture. Because yeah. I'm not interested in the acquisition of more and wealth fast. I'm interested in longevity and, you know, a progressive relationship. Well, you said that, it was like long, adaptive. longevity because you. I th feel like we both kind of have that skill where we can peer into the future six months. That's why we always are like so predictive about apps closing down and things. Mm -hmm. 
And I think a lot of people are also, but they willingly put that side of them on the back burner to be able to be like, well, it's a deal now. And I don't really care what happens six months in the, mm. down the road. And that's why we have a podcast called Posit- uh, called Product Sense, where we talk about why that's ruining everything. Um, but I don't know. I, I think you and I are, we like to be adaptable and we like to to pop around and work on a whole bunch of different things and not let things go stale. But there's also like a level of permanence or legacy that we always look for in our projects or that we want to establish in our projects and i don't see that in in a lot of like what you call handshake culture Mm. so yeah yeah that's a good uh that's a good roundup there i mean it's 35 minutes in Uh, (laughs) yeah i've lost you fully no you haven't you haven't lost me fully it's just that that when i get into that stuff it's like i don't have the next chapter right because i've been so i've been working so hard on fine-tuning what it is I'm good at and what I want to do and what feels like longevity and obviously the goalposts always change and I always have an idea and go oh this is going to be the best idea ever or like I can do this now because I have the technology to do it and I can do it in a fast fashion therefore like it's got a window of opportunity and then it's gone but uh, I don't know the next chapter yet because I've never been in a situation for any length of time where I've been able to shape that for a longer period of time, as in turn it into a business and go a bit further with it. So, and ever since I got into decentralized networks in the last couple of years, the idea of running a bricks and mortar business in one country with an address, with, you know, like, mm. uh, that just fills me with so much dread because it feels like I'm just tying myself down again. Yeah. So I kind of want to have an income stream. I want to appear like a normal person who runs a business because they love to do that style of work. But I'm more interested in running a decentralized global business and what does that look like? And we're literally we're on the cutting edge of all that stuff with things like Aragon, Aragon One, which is setting up decentralized um, uh, businesses in the cloud. Uh, runs with Ethereum, uses ERC721 smart contracts to like lock in like what your role is in that team. And I know that the the systems that we have the the kind of everyday systems are actually absolutely petrified of, of blockchain and cryptocurrency because it's like all they see is bitcoin and exchanges are getting hacked and you know like bad people doing bad stuff with the money and it's weird that they they can kind of turn a blind eye to the, their own but not the crypto and i feel like it's because mm-hmm. they don't have involvement with it or a portal to it that they that they feel like they have to shut it down so and yet and yet there's so many technological advancements with the technology, not just the, not just money and exchanges and money getting hacked or stolen or people flipping it or, or like, uh, you know, I just feel I just feel like that technology has an op- has a part in the issues that society has today, and that is we need to optimize and distribute, make sure things get to the right people at the right time. Yeah. There's a lot of wastage in the world. Uh, if, if we're building global communication systems, they should be used to activate every single human on planet Earth to get them onto the agenda of, like, we need to maintain the very soil that we're standing on. We, we cannot keep living like we have two planets, right? We cannot. It's simply not feasible. Yeah. It's just not feasible. So in my day-to-day, in my short-term thinking, all I think about is how do I make my impact on on the world lighter than it was last week you know like how, how do i do that I, I started that three or four years ago i got rid of like having a big house having all that sort of debt 
slimmed everything down. Um, it does change your moods because you change all your foods and everything else, but I feel like I'm doing a little bit towards that. I don't want anybody to ever call me out saying, like, well, you just carried on doing the same old, same old. Um, but it does influence your life. It does influence, mm. like, the jobs you do, the people you hang with, like, the money that you make. I'm not obsessed with trying to make 100000 to buy XYZ. It's not going to make me any... I'm, I'm happy. I don't need to buy things to get me to be happy. Um, but the oxymoron with that is that my positivity and energy for, like, these tools enable me get impacted by the negativity of I don't know for how long they will last. You know, because something else comes along within that time. So yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't that I was. You'd lost me. I. I was kind of being reflective about what we were talking about, really, because, you know, I'm excited for Anchor. Like, obviously, they had a team full of people working on that product. They made a lot of pivots. They spent a lot of money. They wasted a lot of money. They burnt a lot of runway. I don't see many things coming out from startups about we fucked up. We did this wrong if you're running a startup today don't do this yeah. I think more startups need to do that we can't spend investors money on a whim on an idea on a drunken Friday night in Hoboken like talking about no, like joking. how they're going to be the biggest you know uh, you got lucky I've you always got- said that there needs to be like a better business bureau is something that we have in the states of startups like the need or like a Yelp of startups not where like any jerk can just go on and write a review but like there needs to be some type of accountability that we all agree on it's that easy i've got the i've got it's that easy i've got the gold standard i've got the legendary oh weapon boy. legendary i've got the legendary fortnite business manager in the world his name's frank abignale yeah dude get frank abignale building the better business bureau blockchain decentralized motherfucking business center we needed more of the bees world. in there it was the blockchain Listen, that was missing if frank can fly around the world on a jump seat i know at pretending to be an air pilot if you don't that's know the frank guy abignale you hire. is he's the guy that catch me if you can is based on and yeah yeah like if you oh man tell you talk that he gave yeah for google yeah he's like a 90 minute presentation he gave and he opened it up for questions at the end and it was like that guy's a sharp cook that movie is just the uh tip of the iceberg you guys are incredible yeah he's so- actually in in um he's actually involved in a security firm a new security firm that yeah. has to do with bio um yeah, bio verification. It's removing your passwords in general, which yeah. I think is cool because, you know, most of the time a lot of that stuff is social engineered. Yeah. But uh this guy not only is a cheeky chappy, he's very much like uh, his face says everything to me. He's like the Gandalf of the security world. Frank <laughs> William Abagnale. He's now 70. Uh he was born in Bronxville, New York. Uh Criminal charges, fraud, forgery, swindling, 12 months in French prison, six months served, six months in Swedish prison, 12, 12 years in US prison, four years served, got three kids. Um, American security consultant known for background as a former con man, check forger and imposter between the ages of 15 and 21, and became one of the most notor- notorious imposters, claiming to have assumed no fewer than eight identities, including an airline pilot, a physicist, a US bureau, a prisons agent, and a lawyer. Yes. From 15 to 21? Right. Could you imagine if everything that you did from 15 to 21 was everything that you people know you by for right, the rest kids, of your life? Kids, think about this, right? You can either be like Frank Abagnale or get on Facebook at 15 and tell everybody about your, your trials and tribulations, which will be fully searchable. 
for the rest of your life looking for jobs. Which what is I'm the saying positive. about that, what I'm saying about that is, <laughs> which is the good move because I don't see no, it. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, you can have a life best served that serves you, or you can serve a life that doesn't serve you. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at. I know there isn't a right and wrong, okay, but what I'm saying. It sounds like you're con- trying to convince 15 year olds to become check forgers. Working for Frank Hubbing now, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the missing part. Sorry, I missed that bit. Now, I'm not telling everybody to become like cyber criminals. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying that Frank, when he was 15, came from a different time, right? Oh yeah. He came from a different time. Frank now, on the flip side of that, he's probably still dodgy. He's probably putting money into all sorts of stuff. But like, the fact that the fact that the governments of a country did him a deal should have been 12 years in prison ended up doing four yeah. that's somebody who they hire because he he knows how stuff operates and I'm what I'm saying is instead of walking around thinking that you might have a talent or skill and just being like reckless on Facebook and feeding that machine and letting them leak your data and passwords all over the internet yeah and your talent because that your talent is bringing traffic and eyeballs so I said it all completely wrong I'm just really excited about Frank Apple now because oh, I think he's okay. a, I just think he's a real great guy I think he is too and if you um, if you have a chance just google um, google his name or just like search his name on YouTube in this like hour and a half talk the will come best, up it's great to like just listen to while you work or you best know. thing to do is to watch Catch Me If You Can 2002 with Leonardo DiCaprio regardless of what you think of Leonardo DiCaprio he's really good in that and then watch the Google thing after it sure yeah because it'll yeah, make that's sense assuming you've seen Catch Me If You Can but yeah it does bring in a whole nother dimension I want to watch this. Catch Me If You Can again it's <gasps> I happening watch it too it's happening we watch it we're watching it tonight alright and Tom Hanks is in it, so like, do you need me to sell it anymore? Yeah, guaranteed win, is Tom Hanks it? is in it. So what are we saying? A, let's sum it up. A, number one, buy a t-shirt on BB. Yeah. B, number two, we're launching B, number a, two? A, number one, B, number two. I don't what know why. Hell? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are we doing? Landing on an airfield yeah. somewhere at San Francisco. <laughs> you don't clear to land A1 onto B2. A1 to B2. <laughs> roger, roger. Um, Do you know they have had to rename certain runways because the, the north, the magnetic north is moving 30 miles every year? So I, the, what? Yeah, they have to update the GPS signal. Oh, wait, the coordinates? Yeah. Oh, no. And it got to the point that the... the the thing had moved so much that they had to rename the runway at a certain airfield because it practically was facing north now to their <sighs> GPS or whatever. I can't remember. But every year, the magnetic pole is getting closer to Siberia now. But it's they're like, gonna aren't they gonna swap? No, that's a different thing altogether. That's, oh, that's, that's the, the magnetic fields. Yeah, there is a potential for it to swap. Yeah, and then oh, GPSs are all broken. God. All I'm saying is, if, oh God. So, buy yeah. a t-shirt while you can, folks. Yeah, sum that up. Sum that. So go on. Three B, three C. Maybe no. Uh, the main, the main. <laughs> here's what. Here's why we're a bit fragmented is because we're, busy. we're working on a bunch of different busy. things. Yeah. Um, amp, steam, yeah. live stream, <laughs> cool teas. What are you doing? Websites, please. I don't know. I'm Steam, Steamcasting, bbihas.card.co. We've just we got three projects that are going out this week. The, yeah. the fourth one, the shirt, we've been doing that for a while. But like all of this is is because we're, we're trying to bring money to the Steam blockchain. We're trying to keep busy. We're trying to do podcasting. Uh, we love doing stuff on Upwork every every day. Uh, we love podcasting. We, just, we haven't found our voice necessarily yet, but it's slowly coming together. Slowly coming together. Are you asking me or are you telling me? 
Uh, why is it always about if I want? Oh, no, what that's is it? Our voice. Our voice is moaning and bitching at each other. Why is it that people are always constantly pushing me to collaborate? People. Like I'm the one who doesn't people. collaborate. Yeah, I feel it. I feel like I feel like people are. Like, look, I run at a certain tempo. Yes. I'm not going to slow down. Oh, that's what it is. I don't. I'm. I'm. No self- one can keep up. That's no, it's what not it about is. nobody can keep up. I'm. I, I, I'm selfish in the in my acquisition of time. Like, I'm. I'm getting older. Like, I want to get as much in as possible. If you oh. if you run at the same tempo and frequency, and you want to collaborate together, and you think like we're on the same same journey together and I don't mean in like a Spotify and Anchor way <laughs> I mean like if we're if we're literally trying to resolve the same issues in life in terms of like you know how do we build decentralized businesses how do we create the conduit between the system and the new technology the tsunami wave of the new unexplored um, zones of life you know um, I'm, I'm up for that like let's let's get together let's work on stuff but I do feel like sometimes people are like, why don't you, why are you not friendly? Why don't you collaborate? Why don't you like do these things? It's, I feel like we have this weird s- s- sheep culture, you know, where it's like, you're the black sheep. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, but black sheep, being a black sheep is also becoming its own little brand. And then everyone's going to be a black sheep. And then that's going to be the new white sheep is the black sheep. Don't go to the outro. I see you moving the mouse. I'm not going to the, the outro. outro. I was having a look at Frank Nintendo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. Don't go to the outro. <laughs> he was ready. I saw like, you know, in the cartoons when the hook comes. You can support the stage and that hook comes <laughs> and yanks him off stage. I think I might have accidentally played the outro there. Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to. Come I just on. no. I swear to God, I clicked on that and I didn't know it played it. I thought I could line it up to play. So is it playing now? No, it's not playing now. I stopped it. But like, I do apologize, to everybody. Like, there's an auto play here as soon Good as you God. select on the list and it was ticked. I didn't mean that on purpose. I'm sorry, everybody. We're still here. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Self for fill. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> how do you feel now? Right now. Yeah. I feel like I want to eat some food. You hungry? Yeah. Okay, we have biscuits and biscuits beets. and beets. Biscuits and bread. For I made bread. The surprise of bread in the fridge. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. We thank you for being here. Yes. And we appreciate you maybe like putting up with our chaotic energy fields. We literally sat down today at breakfast and we um we scheduled out the entire day to the minute. We did. And we're just stepping through that today and we are glad that you're here and we are going to record our second podcast and I think in a little bit too so check that out that is Product Sense and thank you for being here and we appreciate you and write us a message man yeah do that leave us a message on uh, on Anchor let us know you're you can there. support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay! Bye!